Good morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. We continue. We left off. We're in the third chapter of Nazir, page 17a, the first line on the top. So, yesterday we learned an argument in Abiyah and Rishlak. But person is, takes upon himself to be a Nazir while he's in a state of impurity, he's in the cemetery. Abiyah says it's effective. Yes, he can't count the days that he's in the cemetery, he can't start counting. <laughs> But the prohibitions of a Nazar apply is take effect. You're not allowed to drink wine, you're not allowed to shave your head. Shlakir says, no, it doesn't take any effect. You're not a Nazar. And later on, you have to repeat. You don't have to say, you don't have to repeat a full, I'm taking upon myself in the Zidus. You know, that you don't have to do. He doesn't have to say again, I'm becoming a Nazar. He just says, I'm, I, I am, like I said earlier, affirming what I said earlier, and that's enough. But he has to make that statement. So, and also, he must make that. The first opportunity he has, it becomes pure, he must make it because he made a promise. He has to keep his word. You have to make a commitment. But it doesn't take effect. So you can drink wine, you can shave his head. Until that time. So the mother says, Ace, where Rabbi Echen challenges his luck, is looking at Brais, Ain bin Tomish, and Nazar. The Nazar Toish, and Nitma. What's the difference between someone who became a Nazar in a state of impurity? Or someone was pure, a Nazar was pure, and then he became uh, impure. The difference is, Allah, the only difference is Tomish and Nazar. Someone who's impure that makes a nazir that becomes a nazir. So the, he has to count seven clean days because he has to sprinkle, you know, corpse stone. But the seventh day counts could be day number one. Once he becomes pure, that day, even though it's a partial day, becomes like day number one of his nazirus. Nazir toish and but someone. Who another who was toish was pure and then became impure. Ain't shvishle when he and when he forfeits everything, and he has to interrupt until he becomes pure, the seven days, the seventh day, it does not count as day one. Why? Why not? Because he has to bring sacrifices. Not enough to count to, to, to sprinkle the third and the seventh day and go to the mikra. He has to bring the three sacrifices. So he can't, which is the next day, the eighth day. So he can't count. He can't start the counting till he brings the sacrifices. But but a person who is tamei doesn't have to bring doesn't have to bring sacrifices. He's done. So what do we see from here? So if he's if you're gonna say according to Yerush Lakish that it doesn't take effect at all, why is the seventh day? Why why would it count as day number one? He doesn't say the bride doesn't say he has to make a declaration. According to Yerush he has to make a second declaration. All he did is he promised. That when the opportunity arises, first arises, he'll become a Nazir. But he has to make a declaration. Again, not a full declaration, but a declaration. Here, the Braiser said, automatically the seventh day becomes day number one. So, Mabaravashi, Mabaravashi answers, Mechal. Everyone agrees that even when you make a declaration while you're a Tommy, it takes effect immediately. And that explains the price. You don't have to make a declaration. Automatically, day number seven becomes day number one. The argument in Abiyah Nishlaq is only whether you receive lashes or not. 
He was warned. He just became another, so leave the cemetery. And he doesn't leave. Question is, did he get lashes or not? Since it takes effect, and you're not allowed to drink wine, and you're not allowed to take it, therefore also on, also on Tumma, it also takes effect. Even though he's already in a state of Tumma. But if he's warned, leave, and he doesn't leave, he gets, he gets lashes for remaining in the cemetery. No, he doesn't get lashes for Tumma. Even though the Naziris takes effect regarding not drinking wine and not taking a haircut. But regarding Tumma, it doesn't take effect. Because just like he's exempt from the, everyone holds he's exempt from the Tumma sacrifice. So too, he's also exempt from lashes, the penalty of lashes, even if he intentionally becomes Tumma and he's warned. And he remains in the cemetery. We learned now, someone who was a Nazar and he was in the cemetery. I feel the Hayashab. Even if he's there for 30 days, and they live in a minion. The counter didn't even start, didn't even begin. It's only when he leaves the cemetery and he becomes pure, then he can start the count. Then he may be carbon tumor. The mission says he doesn't bring a carbon tumor once he pure, once he becomes pure. He does not bring a carbon tumor. So what do we see from the mission? Carbon tumor, the only thing he's exempt from is a carbon tumor. But lashes he gets. Doesn't say anywhere in the mission he doesn't get lashes. The mission only says that the exception is that he doesn't bring a carbon tumor. But everything else he gets lashes, like Abiyachna said, not like Ishlakish said. So the Ishlakish answers, no, but then at least like really the Mishnah could have also said he doesn't bring a carbon, he doesn't get any lashes for intentionally remaining in the state of impurity. But since he wants to learn, he's juxtaposing it to the end of the mission. But it says, if he left the cemetery and, and became pure, and then returns, re-enters the cemetery, then, then, then you do count. And he brings and he brings a sacrifice. Toneration may be carbon atum. means that he starts counting in the beginning. He started counting. Of course, he he relinquishes everything. He forfeits everything. He has to start counting over again. But but he the minion he starts counting right away and he becomes he gets lashes for everything for drinking wine for for taking a haircut for 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 becoming impure intentionally becoming impure. But then he wants it, but in that case he does bring a carbon, so he's juxtaposing. That's why he only mentions the carbon, but he doesn't mean to exclude that he doesn't get lashes. Of course he gets lashes. No, of course he does not get lashes. He doesn't mean to say that he gets lashes. On the contrary, he also is excluded from lashes as well. Toshma. Come, I'll bring you a proof. Aim ben Tommy is another proof to Rabbi Echnam. He learned the Brais. Aim ben Tommy is another, another Torishan There's no distinction. There's no difference in a Tommy who became another while he was in a state of impurity, or to another who was tar pure and then he became impure. Ella, the only difference is. Shatam Mishan Nazar Shvish Leim Naminyan. Torishan Nidim Shvish Leim Naminyan. 
a nazir who became a nazir while he's impure. So the seventh day of after his purification, of his purification, he goes to the mikvah and he sprinkles the second set of sprinkling. He becomes it becomes also day number one of the counting. But a nazir who was pure and he became impure in the seventh day does not count because he has to wait till tomorrow till he brings the sacrifices. So he says, Ella, that's the only distinction. When it comes to lashes, they're both equal. And like he said, we all agreed. You don't have to make another declaration automatically. Day number seven becomes day number one. And there's no other distinction. He says, Ella, there is, this is the only distinction. You bring a sacrifice, you don't bring a sacrifice. But there's no other distinction. When it comes to lashes, they all get lashes. Really, he could have said any like. Really, he should have. He could have also said. There's another distinction that a, a nazir who accepts nazir as well he's tamay, he doesn't get any lashes. Why doesn't he say it? Shum the kabbalim is in the safe. If he's, if he's not a he means to say, but when it comes to shaving, they're both the same. They're not allowed to shave. Even in a state of impurity, you're not allowed to shave, you're not allowed to drink wine. The mother says, What are you saying? What you want to say when it comes to lashes? There is a distinction that here he gets lashes, another who's pure gets lashes, another who becomes another while he's impure does not get lashes for impurity, right? No, so he's saying it's, 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 there's a two ways to explain what the Gemara says, but when it comes to lash, when it comes to shaving, they're all the same. He means if he shaves, he gets lashes. Why does he only mention shaving? Also, if he drinks wine. So, so he brings another explanation. Tesla brings another explanation. That what he means is that the, 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 uh, the obligation to shave. That after seven days, after he becomes clean, he's obligated to shave and then start counting. So even so, there is no disti- difference whether someone another was pure and then became impure and then he becomes clean. And he has to shave, or another who became another was another became another when he was in the state of impurity and then when he becomes clean, he also has to shave. Even though, in conclusion, we're going to learn later that's not so. It's not the case. The halacha is. A nazir who became a nazir while he was impure does not have to shave at the seventh day. But as, as of now, that's what the mother said. Avali in Malk is my. Is ever any like? But you're saying when it comes to lashes, you're saying neither of them get lashes. So listening, you should say it. Why doesn't the Brayzer say it? Like if it's any like so why does the Brayzer say Ella? This is the only distinction. Whether you have to bring a carbon after you become clean or not is another distinction. Another was tar- pure and then it became impure and then it was purified. Then 
if he drinks wine, if he becomes impure intentionally, he gets lashes. While a nazir, it became a nazir in the state of impurity. If he becomes, stay, remains impure intentionally, he does not, he does not get lashes. Why, why wouldn't the Bereisim mention that? Ella means there's no other distinction. So the Shlokish answers, but the Bereis is dealing with, with finishing, establishing the term of Nazir. He's not talking about the violation of the term. He's talking about how do you, how do you begin the counting? How do you establish his Nazir? So in the case of a Nazir who is pure, you establish his Nazir by bringing a carbon. The count does not begin till you bring a carbon, till you bring a sacrifice, the sacrifice. Versus a Nazir who became impure, the count begins on day seven. You don't need to do anything. In the day seven of cleaning, you don't have to bring a sacrifice. He's not talking about the the the. Um, he's not talking about the violation of the of the nazir. That's not. He's not discussing that at all. Then there are, there are more distinctions. When it comes to violations of nazir. There's more distinctions. There's another distinction that if a nazir who became a nazir when he was in a state of impurity intentionally violates the impurity, remains impure, remains, chooses to remain, even though he was warned, chooses to remain in a cemetery, he does not get lashes. Versus a nazir who was pure, if he intentionally becomes tummy, he gets lashes. But he's not discussing that at all. And the final challenge today, Shlok, is we learn the Bereisa Toshma, come in here, even nazir. Tomei, Tomei, who became a Nazir while he was in a state of impurity. Also, like Allah, he's not allowed to shave, he's not allowed to drink wine. Like we said, everyone holds again. Vim Gilach, it takes effect. Vim Gilach, for Shosayim, Vinit Malamesim. And then the Braiser says, and what if he does intentionally shave his head? Intentionally drinks wine and intentionally remains impure. He's warned to leave the cemetery to purify himself as soon as possible, and he stays. No, he stays. And he's a safe because our boy me gets lashes. The youth is clearly refuses Shlokish's opinion. Is clearly supports Rabbi Eichnan's opinion. So Rabbi Eichnan, without knowing the Braise, was mechavan to the Braise, mechavan to the Emes. And this is this is the halacha. And Shlokish can argue in the Braise. So this is the truth. That it takes effect even regarding impurity, and that explains the previous brayses simply. You don't have to twist it. The brayses says Ella. The only distinction, the only distinction between someone who becomes a nazir in a state of impurity and someone who becomes a nazir in a state of purity and then becomes impure and then it purifies himself. The only distinction is the Nazir that became a Nazir in a state of purity and then he became impure when he purifies himself. He has to bring a sacrifice on the eighth day. Versus a Nazir that became a Nazir when he was impure. And the seventh day when he, cl- when he becomes pure, the seventh day he immediately starts counting day one and you don't have to bring any sacrifice. The mother will later discuss, does he have to shave? When he becomes pure in the seven days, he has to shave enough. Okay. Boy, Rav, uh, then it turns out there may be another distinction. Okay. Boy, Rav, uh, Rav inquires, Nazir who made Sakavadra's mouth, Nazir who became a Nazir who took upon himself Nazir's while he's in the cemetery. What's the law? Does he have to linger in the cemetery in order to, to get punished lashes or not? A, a Tomei is not allowed to enter into the base of Nick. What if a person becomes Tomei impure while he's in the base of Nick? 
he touches a dead mouse, a dead rat, in the base of Megdash, he becomes impure. When does he become liable for lingering in the base of Megdash? This is only if he lingers for a defined time. The amount of time it takes for a person to prostate himself. So if he's warned, leave, you became impure, leave the base of Megdash. If he leaves right away, he doesn't get any lashes. But if he lingers enough time that it would take to bow, to prostrate yourself on the floor, then you would get lashes. The question here, here also. A Nazir in the cemetery is also is not allowed to be impure. So if he's warned, leave the cemetery. So do you say he's and he does, do you say he become he gets lashes right away or only if he lingers the same amount of time? We're not we're, to, uh, we're talking about the equivalent case in the base of English. A person who's impure and enters the base of English, the moment he enters, he becomes he gets lashes. If he does it intentionally. Same thing as another. Another is pure. The moment he enters into the cemetery, he gets lashes. That's not the question. The question is, just like in the base of Migdash, someone who becomes impure in the base of Migdash. So we have a lock of the that he only gets lashes if he intentionally lingers a certain amount of time. So that we say in the case of the Nazir who became a Nazir while he's in the cemetery, also. Also, does he have to linger in order to get lashes? Take about a hechidam. What are we talking about? What do you mean? What did they warn him? What's your question? What did they warn him? What are we talking about? If you're going to say we're talking about a case where they warned him, don't become a nazir. You're in a cemetery. Don't become a nazir. The moment you say, I'm a nazir, a nazir is not allowed to become impure. And he goes ahead deliberately and intentionally says, I'm a nazir. Why would he have to linger? Why would he have to linger? Of course he gets lashes right away. Because who he became he vowed to become a Nazir despite the warning. This is like someone a Nazir who enters into a cemetery. Like someone who's impure entering into the base of English. You don't have to linger. The moment you enter, you become impure, just like the moment you enter. Why does a Nazir who's pure does not need to linger in order to get lashes if he enters into a cemetery to come out? Because he was warned, don't enter the cemetery. They warned him, don't become a Nazir. We continue on side B, 17B. Ella, Ella, the question is, Rav is asking in a case where the Nazir enters the cemetery inside a carriage, a shida. Or table, a box, or migdal, a closet, a portable closet. While he's inside the chest or inside this box, it's a closed in area, he remains pure. He's boxed in, he remains pure. Yes, yes. His friend comes and opens the door, opens the room, the, 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 the,
or mazeva. Either the top or the floor, part of the floor, so he exposes him to tumut impurity. They open the top, then he comes like. Yeah, the top or the bottom, it doesn't matter, whatever. Now, it was without his knowledge. He didn't ask his friend to open it. His friend, without his knowledge, went and opened it. He became Tommy accidentally. Oh, yeah, you mean the week? Yeah, you get the report. Report. So it's similar to the case of the Beis Amigdash. Yeah. It's accidental. In other words, he became impure in the Beis Amigdash. And the question is, he intentionally lingers. So, do we learn from the Beis Amigdash that it's only the amount of time, if he lingers, the amount of time it would take you to bow down? But if he lingers, yes, deliberately lingers, but less than that amount of time. He does he not, get he, right, he doesn't get lashes, or, or not, since he lingers, even a drop, even less than that amount, he, he gets lashes, that's the question. Maybe, when did we learn it's only in the base of Migdash. Anything outside the base of Migdash, you can't learn one from the other. I do, Malaysia perhaps is no different. The mother says, take or let it stand, we don't, it remains open. Mashiach will have So he opened the mazeva, the mazeva is like the plaster you put between the beams. So he removed the plaster and opened it up, accidentally. Boy, Rabashi, Rabashi inquired, he said, Nazir would be like, what is someone who takes upon himself Nazirish while he's in the cemetery? Does he have to shave when he purifies himself or nah? We say, when do you need to shave a toil? Only a toil, a Nazir who was pure and then became impure. When he purifies himself, he has to shave. Why? Because he defiled his Nazirus, right? Remember, he forfeits everything. He has to start over again. So since he was a Nazir, and now he's, he finishes that, and now he's starting a new count, so therefore, for the old Nazirus, he has to shave. Since he didn't even start the count, he was never really a Nazir. Regarding the counting, maybe he doesn't have to shave at all. I do Malaysia, perhaps it's no different. Sigimara says, Tashma, bring your proof. We learned the Braise was brought earlier. We learned now Mishnah. He was a Nazir. He committed him to come and Nazir while he was in the cemetery. Maybe he was there 30 days. Minion doesn't count. Maybe Karmatum doesn't bring a carbon. The only thing he doesn't have to bring is a sacrifice when he purifies himself. On the seventh day, you start counting already, day number one of the count, but then he doesn't have to wait till the next day, the eighth day, to bring a carbon. But he has to shave, shave, he has to shave his head. The mother says, no, you can't bring a proof from our Mishnah. The Mishnah is saying, what's the reason? You know why he doesn't have to bring a carbon? He's saying you don't have to bring a carbon, but you know why you don't have to bring a carbon? Because since you don't have to shave your head, if you don't shave your head, there's no reason to bring a carbon. It's automatically one from the other. One brings the other. Why do you have to bring a carbon if you shave your head? From the other, but from the Brice, the Brice was brought earlier. There's no difference between a Tome who became a Nazir while he was Tome impure to a Nazir who was pure and then he became impure. Ella, the only difference is Tomish Nazir Shri Shiloi. A Tome became impure the seventh day when he becomes pure. It becomes day number one. 
of his calendar. Because he has to bring a sacrifice. He has to wait till the eighth day, the next day. My love, I'll look at the He says, Ella. Ella means that's the only distinction. There is no other distinction. Because in both cases, he has to shave his head. The Gimara says, Lord. Some sort of grand plan. He means for lashes. For lashes, they're both equal. That they both get lashes, like we said earlier. When it comes to lashes, they're both the same. So listen, he says, Ella, Ella means there's no other distinction. He should say there's another distinction. That in the case of a Nazar who's come has to shave, who became a Nazar who's come does not have to shave. A Nazar who is pure, when he purifies him, he has to shave. The Gemara answers, When the Vraisa says, the seventh day, he, remi- he includes everything. The seventh includes also the shaving. The purification, meaning the head shaving. That's what he means, the seventh day. And and the sacrifices of the following day. On that day, the seventh day. That's what the Bryce is saying. That the Nazir who became a Nazir and he was Tomei. The seventh day of his purification becomes day number one because he doesn't have to do anything else. He doesn't have to bring sacrifices. Like we said, sacrifices are dependent on shaving. There's no shaving and there's no sacrifices. Automatically, he goes to the mikveh and he sprinkled the red heifer on the seventh day. You start counting day number one. Versus, versus like a Nazar who was pure and it became impure, he has to wait. He can't count day number seven because he has to bring sacrifices and he has to shave his head. They go hand in hand. Toshma, bring your proof. Okay, so he can't bring a proof one way or the other. So I'll bring you a proof to answer Ravashi's question. Do you have to shave it? Don't, don't you have to shave? A Nazar who became a Nazar while he's an impure. Toshma, aimly Eli made to Moses, the Tatus says, if a Nazar is contaminated with a corpse impurity, he forfeits the day of Nazirus. So surely the days of the corpse tomb themselves don't count toward the completion of the term. If you have to forfeit everything you counted till now, how much more so you can't count the days while you're impure don't count. But the question is, you may how do we know about another's days when he's a confirmed Tzadah? Do we count that? Does that count as part of Nazirus? When a person first shows signs of Tzadah, of leprosy, first he's quarantined to determine his status. And if, if he, he develops all the symptoms or Certain conditions after he's quarantined, then we confirm his sadas. Called Yimei Chaluti. He's decided as a definite sadas. First, he's in doubt. We're not sure. So you quarantine to check, to examine, and see what happens. And if the symptoms develop, then you declare him as a definite, definite sadas. Once afterwards, after he's declared a definite sadas, once the sadas clears up, they disappear. Then he has to go through an eight-day process of purification. Shave his head and bring the sacrifices. So the question is, 
A Nazir is also a Metzai, there's also a leper. So do the days when he's a confirmed Sadas, do they count toward his Naziris or not? So how do we know that it doesn't count? Yeah, don't know. And not only that, also the days of purification. It's, it's a logical, it's a priori, it's logically compelling. If the days of Tumah, he shaves his head and brings a sacrifice, so it's the same thing. It's the same halacha, just like when he's impure. After he's impure and he purifies himself, he has to shave his head, shave his head and bring a sacrifice. So you don't count those days. So also you make halute. Also, once he's done with his tzadas, the symptoms disappear. Then he has to count seven clean days, and then the eighth day he has to shave. Over there, he's totally shaved. He shaves every hair in his body, like like a like a cucumber. Then he shaves, and he has to bring a carbon. So too, it shouldn't count. Half you make halute, it should be the same thing. Uh, but he doesn't lose all his days, though. In the case of corpse tumor, you lose all your days, right? Okay, good, good. So you might ask, well, oh, that's what you might ask. How could you, how could you compare the two? You know, over there, the days of impurity don't count. Because you forfeit everything in the past. But that's only a corpse impurity. But the impurity of therefore, it doesn't count. If you become a Mitzras, it interrupts the counting, but it doesn't, you don't forfeit. You don't lose all the days, you already counted. Right? So, so maybe maybe you should count the days even when he's in a state of chalutah. Okay. So, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. We're in the last piece. Mother says, "I'm the." You can say a different article. If a person comes a nazar while in the cemetery, even though his hair is fit for head shaving, his days of tumma, you don't count. You don't start the counting. The days, uh, days of, of a confirmed sedas when you're not allowed to shave, is not fit for head shaving. How much more so? We shouldn't, we shouldn't count it. Why? What does it mean? Last piece. So you know what it says? I'm the, so you can say, no, you can say, you can answer like this. Man knows it. Be careful. Someone who became a Nazir while he was in the cemetery, while he was in a state of impurity. Eventually, he has to shave his head when he goes through, when, once he is in Naziris, once he starts counting as Naziris. And uh, now the Gemara understood it to mean that that once he becomes pure after his impurity, he has to shave his head. In a minion, the days of Tumma don't count. The days when he's a Metzaira, which, which, which are not fit for shaving, because at the end he doesn't shave. Yes, Metzaira, when he becomes pure, has to shave, but not as Naziris, as a Nazir, it's not a corpse impurity, so he doesn't have to shave. How much more so that it doesn't count? So that's the proof that a Mitzayda, while he's a definite Mitzayda, you don't count those days. It's suspended. So what do we see from here? My love, the Glachas Tumah. Surely he's referring to the shaving of his Tumah. 
the Nazar who becomes a Nazar while he's in Bihar, and then he counts seven clean days, at the end of the seventh day he has to shave his head. The Gemara says, the Glachas, is referring to the shaving of at the conclusion of his Nazir's term, once he becomes pure, and then he starts counting, and then at the end he's going to have to shave his head. It also makes sense. That's that's what the price is referring to. This archetype is like tumah. Because if you're gonna say that he's referring to the shaving of tumah, when he becomes a mitzayra, a confirmed mitzayra, also needs shaving for tumah at the end of the at the end of his mitzayra, of his being a mitzayra. So they both need haircuts because of the tumah. Tzedas is also a tumah. So why are you saying that if a nazir, why is a nazir any different than, than, than a mitzayra? He's saying how much more so that if a nazir who shaves at the end, nevertheless the days don't count, the days of tumah don't count, how much more so a mitzayra doesn't shave at the end, that the the days of of impurity, the days when he's a mitzayra do not count. But says, that's not a proof. Really, I'll tell you what the Braisa means is the Galachas and the Ziris Katani. He means that a Nazir eventually leads to shaving. He has to shave because he's a Nazir. A Mitzayra, who's a Nazir, has to shave not because he's a Nazir, because of Mitzayra, nothing to do with the Ziris. So maybe the days should count. And that's what he's saying. That's the Kabochem. If if over there, which at the end he ends up shaving, nevertheless the days don't count. How much more so in the case of the Mitzayda Mukhla, where he doesn't end up shaving? Yeah, for Mitzayda, he ends up shaving because he's a Mitzayda. Uh, for for Nazir, he ends up shaving because he's a Mitzayda. How much more so that the days don't count? Have a wonderful day.